gentlemen welcome to an episode another episode of welcome mentality and today we have a very special guest he's a ucf legend ladies and gentlemen he is a former ucf football player he is now a coach at bishop moor high school the legend himself big billy giovanetti bro what's up man how you doing i'm good man i'm good just plugging away welcome, yeah, welcome. glad to have you on the show man glad to have you on the show but Let's get straight into it. Tell us about yourself, that walk-on journey, being at UCF, earning your spot, and becoming the stud on the team. Tell um, us about that journey. It feels like it was so, like, uh, <laughs> like yesterday, but it's, it's literally been, like, 10 years now. 10, 11 years. 12 years, I think, which is just crazy. That's crazy. But, uh, so, I mean, I started coming out of high school, um, and I was always a pretty hard worker. Um, just wasn't, I had the twos, too slow, too small, you name it, not weak, not strong enough. Um, and I, I got offered pr probably by like two, a one double A program, Navy's prep school. And I said, I'm going to UCF. Like did my dad played out there. I want to play at UCF. I want to wear black and gold. That's what I bleed. So give my, it, actually, uh, coach O'Leary sees my highlight tape and, uh, I think coach, this is the funny part about my story. Um, Coach O'Leary thought I was I would come as a linebacker naturally, um, and I want to play fullback. I mean, I want to play I want to play offense. I want to touch the ball. Mm -hmm. um, so we go to our meeting. It was like some preferred walk-on meeting. Um, have our conversation, and Coach Salem was the running back coach then, and he didn't know I was coming. And he's like, "All right, everybody, go with your coaches," and. Uh, from that point, Coach Salem was like, oh, what are you doing here? Um, and I told Coach Salem, I was like, hey, Coach, I want to play fullback. And he was like, good. He was like, you're in. So <laughs> I, it, it was just like the fight. It was and I'm not sure if you all met Coach Salem, but super like great person, super quirky mentality, but just high energy guy. Um, taught me some stuff. And then uh, from there, I mean, I, I was on the team coming into summer school, which was nice. I didn't have that walk-on tryout, which I heard was a dog. And I'm sure y'all went through that. And um, nope. you Preferred walk-ons. Preferred oh, walk-ons. Good, good. Nope. Y'all know, know the stories then. Yep. Yeah, terrible. Uh, <laughs> so um, from that point, it was just – it was – practice I knew I was gonna be a practice squad player I knew I had to get stronger get faster know my plays um but I mean y'all know that first year is I mean scout team scout team scout team and any chance I got to show hey I can hit like I know I belong here this is this is my ground too uh I do it and I'd make sure I let the linebackers knew that or know that like hitting drills you name it um but like really like there's like one point in time where Mark's like kind of like, oh, like Billy's going into spring and starting fullback is we had a, we had a scout team scrimmage. Um, and I'm, I'm here prefer walk on uh, and they want to do hitting drills. I said, let's go. Cause I know there were about two, three kids on the team who, you know, you're hesitant to hit them, but you're going to give them everything. Yeah. None of the, none of the scout team players had that on me. Right. Um, and I knew going into it, it, like it's game time like I'm wearing my I'm wearing my shit right now and I can't and I wish I could send you all the picture I don't even know where it is on my phone but I mean we did hit and drill after hit and drill after hit and drill and coach O'Leary's there and I'm out there busting 
these linebackers to the point where I broke my helmet. There was like a hairline fracture down my helmet, uh, bent the face mask. Um, I take my helmet off and I got like a mark all right, like a big old bruise on my face. So I know White Horse loved that. He did. Oh yeah, he, he's uh, oh Giovanetti's a tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a contact kid. <laughs> so I mean, from that point, um, there was and it was and God bless his soul, who's uh, who's who passed, Coach Tap. Um, he had come in and it makes me tear up because I I mean, it's just a it's just a weird series of, of events that happened. Um, you know, he, uh, he, I'm sitting there and I read the newspaper and the day before we had that, uh, that scout team scrimmage, I read that, oh, they want to sign Charlie Taft. Uh, he runs a true fullback in the system. And it was like, man, and it just perfect alignment. Uh, some luck involved with it. Went into spring as a starting fullback instead. All, all I remember is hitting uh, Chance Henderson, and Chance was uh, about 260, six foot 260, uh, just weight room stud, and could thump. I mean, didn't want to meet him in the A-gap type of player. Mm -hmm. um, and all I remember is that spring is just going up against Chance on the goal line and uh, earned my scholarship. I think they gave it to me after that, that whole summer workout, um, which was great. Just it, I, and didn't look back. Uh, didn't look back since. So, how was that feeling of earning that scholarship after putting all that hard work in? Because we know how it feels being a preferred walk on a scout team. Just got to grind, claw to get even noticed by a coach. How'd that feel getting that scholarship? That was uh, it, it. Top top three points in my life, guys. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, it, it was so funny because Latavius Murray was. Uh, he got put back on scholarship because he, he had been pulled off at, at one point because he was going to go play basketball at Syracuse. He has mind made up. I'm done with football. And uh, we finished summer workouts and they, they call it, they say Billy Giovanetti, Latavius Murray. I think there was two or three others. Uh, Marty needs to see you after this meeting. And I'm like, what's going on here? Um, and I kind of had a feeling, um, but it, it, that, that feeling right there was just, unexplainable unexplainable I went home uh directly to, I mean being an Orlando kid I drove right to my parents house didn't call them well it was the hardest thing in the world um all my brothers were there and I told my dad and I mean uh, I cried he cried like it was just it was a great just a good time just a great feeling too yeah that's that, that's special man that's special um talk to me about the culture that y'all established at UCF? Because I mean, I didn't get a chance to play with you, but when I came in to UCF, my first year was 2014, there was an established culture of, of hard work, first of all, getting it done the right way and, and winning. So what, what did that take from you and the, the classes you were part of, even maybe even beforehand, like laying that groundwork of this is what UCF football is about? God. Uh, honestly, and I wasn't a rah-rah kid. I wasn't a loud kid. In the weight room some days when I felt like doing it. Um, but on the field, I, I like I like to lead by example. Um, but really that culture, it, it was all, it was all, our, all of our leaders on the team. Everybody, uh, everybody was one. I mean, when you think about it, we had uh, defense-wise, Kamal Ishmael, uh, Josh Lynham was there, uh, Troy Davis, mm -hmm. uh, A.J. Bouye. I mean, uh, Terrence Plummer was there when I was there. 
Um, I mean, we just had some studs on defense. And then you look over at the offense. I mean, uh, you got Ricky Kay, uh, Brian Waters, Kamar Aiken, Tay Murray, uh, uh, and just the culture of hard work. Um, we had always been uh, at UCF. There was always kind of that chip on our shoulder. And me even more so because I was a walk-on at UCF. But I think everybody else had that chip on their shoulder that we're not getting the respect we deserve and we're going to go show it. Um, not all, And I think that was preached to us, as you guys know, uh, from our strength coaches, Ellis and Sinclair. They like to dog us a little bit in the weight room and, yeah. and tell us how bad we were sometimes just, yeah. just to get on our nerves, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, honestly, like, I think, I think it, it was an inner thing with, with us UCF walk-ons and uh, I think just UCF in general everybody had their chip on their shoulder and wanted to prove something I, I think that's definitely true because when I came in as a walk-on I definitely felt that environment everyone has a chip on their shoulder I mean I definitely had mine being a walk-on but playing with the guys like Terrence Plummer and Rennell Hall and Brashad Perryman and JJ and all those people like I walked into a culture where it was winning everybody was about winning it was about business and there was a no bullshit type of feeling with us. If you were slacking, you might be getting beat up in a lot. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just, oh, yeah. we're, oh, yeah. we're, we were serious and about business and that carried over to a lot of people into the workforce, to real life. That mentality I was instilled in us. I will always thank Coach Lear for giving me a shot. And yeah. he's taught so many lessons to us with that mentality that carried over in real life and helped us be men with that. And I can't, I appreciate him everything he's done for me. And I, like I said, I just appreciate him. That culture is definitely instilled into me today of who I am. Cause it, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. it's just, it's just crazy. Like it just brings me back to like freshman, sophomore year. You're sitting there like, why is he so mean like that? Like, what's he doing? <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? And then like junior year, it kind of clicks. You're like, Oh, he's, he's molding men here. Like this ain't just about football. He's built, he's building men. Um, and I swear to God, I heard three, like four, the same story four years in a row about how he walked, he was walking down the hallway and he saw a piece of paper. One person looked at it. One person even kicked it and he had to go pick it up. I, and he, and then he'd say, I even saw a coach look at it or something like that, but you don't realize what he's doing at the time either. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it was, it was just building a culture of hard work and just hard nosed football. Yeah, for sure. Something I learned my first year there, even like within the first few weeks, like it's okay if you're not the most talented guy or if you're not the guy, but the worst thing you can be in that program is soft. Like yeah. if, you, if you're soft, like you're not just getting exiled from the coaches, but the players, there's a sense of accountability. It's in the locker room. Like if you're soft, like we don't want you here. Yeah. You no, know, and it, it was, it's something that drew me to UCF in, I tell people all the time, like those first two, I had O'Leary for two years. Those first two years, being a, a walk-on with him and just the, the kind of program he ran and how tough it was on and off the field for me, like there's nothing in life that's going to come to my way that's ever going to phase me. Physically, no workout's ever going to be as hard as what we went through. Yep. No, no mental, like, or verbal abuse that I'm going to get is ever going to be compared to what I went through. Like, yeah. nothing is going to surmount that. So, like, and I credit that to O'Leary, you know what I'm saying? Like, the kind of program we ran wasn't the easiest, but like I'm, I feel like I'm set for life now. Like nothing else is going to top that. Amen. I completely agree with that. And it's like, it's like we all kind of didn't have it. We 
kind of knew, oh, he's coaching. He's a hard-nosed coach. But then it gets to the point where it's like, what are you, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> hold on a sec. But you're completely correct. And like, it has, like, that's what company, and that's what like, out of foot, talking after football, like that's what companies look for is athletes because they know how to take criticism, criticism. They know how to take coaching. And I mean, he, he was, he was a dog. I mean, he was a dog of a coach and he, he, he taught us, I guess, his way or the highway and uh, work hard and you're, you'll be rewarded. Yeah, that's very true. Now transition over to you playing out of football. Now, now you're a coach in high school and you're so used to this hard nosed football, everyone pushing their effort. There's no one soft and allowed. And now you're in this new generation of where social media is thing. Everyone's trying to look cool. How do you take what you've learned from UCF to coaching and try not to break kids, but still mold them to be the men they should be in the future? Sometimes I think I'm too soft on the kids. Like I get, I get caught in the, uh, being too too much of a friend because I meant that's what I miss coming out of football and it granted uh, my nine to five job I'm I'm doing med sales all like from nine to or from six to what one o'clock and then I'm breaking away trying to coach football um and in that realm I have to be friendly I have to make friends I have to uh, sell essentially and then I have to go to those kids but that's that element for me, it is, is what I had been missing. And I found myself in the, at the beginning of it was being way too friendly because it was, that was my team. And all I knew when I was with my team is those were my boys. Um, so first year coaching was a little different. About halfway through the season, we'll call it, it clicked. And I was like, hold on a sec here. Like, how did my coaches coach me? Like I need to hold people more accountable. I need to hold them to the standard that I held myself to when I was playing football. Um, and it was a good, it was a good hug them, slap them, hug them routine, I guess you could say. Um, and it, it produced some good, uh, good results. Um, never, I, I don't want to break a kid, but if a kid's got an ego, it needs to be broken. That needs to be broken down. A hundred percent. And I've seen it in high, like in high school ball, there are kids that think they, they run it. And it makes me want to strap up with them and be like, what's up? (laughs) But meanwhile, I'm a 30, I'm, I just turned 31. I know if I hit them, I'd be out the rest of the week. I'd be hurt on top of being fired and not being able to, (laughs) but (laughs) so I, I'd never, I want to break a kid down as much as I can, but really I'm a big hug them, slap them, hug them routine. Um, so you break them down, you, you provide some positive feedback, break them down, provide some positive feedback and get them going in the right direction. So they understand without even knowing it, that they're being coached and they're doing the right thing now. Right, right. So what would be either one piece or a couple of different pieces of advice you would give to current walk-ons, the guys that have not got over that hump yet like they're they're doing well they're working hard but they haven't got that scholarship yet how do how would you coach them up or you know encourage them to not lose faith and not lose focus on the goal ahead uh that that's hard i know i know that's a hard thing um and i i know i was rewarded early on in my career um 
just as far as getting my scholarship and playing time. Um, but a hundred percent focus on just focus on that goal. And when it comes to that time of quitting or whatever it is, just, just, I mean, you have to have a come to Jesus meeting with yourself and understand where you're at. Um, understand why you're here and the ultimate goal, get on that field and bust someone's ass. Um, and maybe it's not a scholarship that you'll get, but you'll get that playing time. Um, honestly, it, it, I think as a walk on, when you get your opportunity, sell the fuck out. I mean, all that, I was willing to die. I, all I, I just, I remember them saying it when they said it's hit, we're doing hitting drills, uh, offense, that side, defense, that side. And I was ready to die on that field. I think I went about 10 times in a row against different linebackers <laughs> and hitting drills because I wanted to make a point. And like I, I knew I, I knew I won after someone I can't someone went a second time and I didn't see them the third time. And it was all these freshman linebackers, sophomore linebackers. But take your shot and don't ever as a walk on, don't ever feel like you don't belong because you're there. You belong. And you and you a lot of the time walk ons have a a higher sense of drive because you're not rewarded with that scholarship or with money or with playing time. So understand you're the dog in that fight. You're in and don't ever think you don't belong. Uh, Not for a second. I I sat there and said, man, am I supposed to be here right now? From, from day one, it was, this is my, this is my, my team. This is I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be playing. I'm supposed to be starting. So does that answer your question? <laughs> Absolutely, man. That, that was great. And I think you brought up a great point that it starts with, you know, self-realization and, and com- confidence. Yeah. You have to be confident in the fact that you're here for a reason. Just because you don't have a scholarship doesn't mean as a player and as a person, you're any less or less talented than the person next to you. You yep. just got to prove it time in and time out. So I think that's it's, it's such a great uh, talking point. Yeah, man, that, I definitely agree with everything you said. And I think it helps that the culture UCF set, walk-ons really felt like they were part of the team because a lot of guys played that were walk-ons. I mean, yep. there's times that, of course, we all go through it that after weight room, we don't get some protein shakes. We don't get the things that scholarship guys get. Trust me, we've all been there. Does, <laughs> we all been there. Does like, oh, this isn't for you. This is for them. I remember one day specifically. And you were there, Mike, and you were laughing at me because we finished the workout and I went to go get a shake and Ellis was like, Reeves, no, you don't get milk today. <laughs> like, hey. like, it was great. like, you don't get it today. The hell did I do? There was, <laughs> there was this time where it was like the great. So my brother played safe for a walk on, played safety for two years with us, right? Um, and I was a walk-on for a whole year, but there was probably about a six-month period where I was, I was still a walk-on, and my dad, so my dad runs T.G. Lee Dairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one donating the milk. So Ellis and Sinclair would come and bring that milk in, and I'm a walk-on, right? And they, they'd put the milk down, and they'd be like, no, 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 that's not for you. I said, what? And, like, it was just, like, this weird gray area mm-hmm. where they didn't know if they could say no, but I was going to grab milk anyways. Right. <laughs> just, just That's funny. so funny. 
I, all I remember is being like, man, I want some milk. I want one of those bars they're giving out. <laughs> those are, that, that feeling of just, that was a driving factor for me too. <laughs> like, I want milk after work. I, I want to know like they care about me. I don't know. You will understand how good that milk tasted. After. It was just talking milk. It was nothing special to it, but like, nah, like I earned this milk today, damn it. Like, <laughs> true. It's so yeah. true. When yeah. I got my scholarship, I acted brand new when it was time to get milk. I was like, oh, I'm going to the milk, chest high, walking. I grabbed that milk so happy. Grabbing soup. <laughs> I just smiled sitting in my locker drinking the milk. That was the best feeling I got being on scholarship was getting that milk, man. People just don't understand, but Billy, Billy, we definitely appreciate you coming on, man. But before we go, we have a question for you, a key question. Deal. You can't answer, I don't know. You can't answer, man, that's a tough question. We need your honest opinion, honest answer. Are you prepared? Yeah. Great. <laughs> Who are your top three favorite music artists right now? Oh, God, guys. <laughs> music. Music. So I'm a big, uh, God. so, all right, big, like, 90s country guy, as weird as it is. Like, I grew up listening to Bob, so Bob Seger is one of them, and he's not even country, he's, like, old rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You ever heard the song, Like a Rock? Yeah. So it's an old, old Chevy commercials. Go listen to it. You'll, yeah, you guys will enjoy yeah. it. reminds me of, like, right after stadiums. Like, you're 18 years old, like, you're strong as hell. But go listen to it. It's pretty good. <laughs> but I grew up listening to Bob Seger. Um, I'll, I'll throw another uh, uh, something else in there, too. So I'm a big R&B guy, too. So and I'm not up with the modern music. So you guys are going to hate me for this shit. Um, but I'm a big boys to men guy. Hey, Billy, oh, right. <laughs> boys to men. Okay. Bob Seger, you got boys to men. Hey, look, and I'll go country now, too. So I like nostalgic, nostalgic, nostalgic. Brooks and Dunn, they got some like old music that is just, that hits right now. It's just like, it's perfect for my vibe. So. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. I love That's it. All, it's either though, it's like, it's either R&B, country, maybe some Bob Seger. And if not, I'm listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, man. There you go. A man of many talents, very diverse, eclectic <laughs> mind. I love it. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> man billy it was a blast thank you so much for coming on this show we had a great time talking and thank you for sharing your story it's going to help a lot of student athletes out there and just so they can understand and pull back that curtain because we always see the lights in the camera but no one truly knows what goes on behind the scenes except the people who've actually done it so thank you for coming on the show man we really appreciate it absolutely thanks for having me guys i had a great time <laughs> of course, of course. But ladies and gentlemen, that's been another episode of Welcome Mentality. We will see you next week.